Welcome to the Open to Hope show. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria Horsley, with my daughter and co-host. Dr. Heidi Horsley. Well, Heidi, we have a show today which is kind of on our mission topic. We ask our guest. She had some thoughts about what she'd like to call the show, and she said, finding hope after loss. And that's sure what we're all about here is helping you to find hope after loss. So, Heidi, do you want to introduce our guest today? Sure, I'd love to. Our guest today is Darcy Bellows Mascoro, and after the tragic loss of her beloved husband to be Vern, Darcy embarked on a side career as paranormal investigator. She is a co-founder of the Lightworkers Foundation, whose mission is to explore and share spiritual gifts and knowledge. She is also the author of Finding Vern. Welcome to the show, Darcy. Oh, thank you so much. I'm very excited to be here. You ladies have the same mission as I do, so I'm I'm just jazzed to, to meet you. We love it. That's wonderful. It is. And I want to talk to you about Vern, but First, I'm going to start out with the Lightworkers Foundation. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yes, yes. So the Lightworkers Foundation came about um, after I lost Vern. Basically, it started out as a psychic circle. I uh, did research as soon as Vern died about what happens after life, if there really was a soul. And I started a psychic circle on the advice of many of the books I read, it said that psychic ability and the ability to communicate with your loved one is innate in all of us, that we all have that ability. We just learn to drown it out in life. So I started a psychic circle with this woman that came about to me seemingly magically, and her name is Michelle Tetro, and she's a medium. Anyway, Michelle found me through Vern. Vern came to her in a dream, and she tracked me down, and... We, start, we started the psychic circle. Uh, with that, uh, we, we ended up helping a lot of people in the neighborhood, basically, with getting through loss and healing, and uh, they helped us as well. So we basically um, put on uh, seminars and whatnot um, to help people tap into their own psychic ability, tap into um, knowing the signs, tapping into meaning and purpose and other healing divinations. Well, we, I want to talk a little bit more about that because I want to talk about what you do in those kind of circles. But um, let me whip to how you got into this because you sent me your wonderful book, Finding Vern, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a thumbnail of this, and you can tell me if I'm correct. So you knew Vern for many years when you were younger, and you had kind of dated him on and off. And in the interim, uh, you talk about the book that you had a baby with a, another person, and Vern was very understanding of that. And you kind of he kind of went out of your life a little bit, and then you got married, had another child, got divorced, and you were still in connect with Vern. And you and Vern got very close and then, you know, back together again after these years of knowing him. And then he had an automobile accident and died. Is that is that correct? That's correct. Yes. Yes. Vern and I had a 23-year connection. He was my very best friend through both of our relationships. And then, yes, we culminated and we were about to be married and then um, he died. Take us from there and how you got to now being with the light workers. Yes. So um, after after Vern died, I, I obviously was um, in complete and utter disarray. I couldn't believe it. So, you know, I was 
as mad at the at the world, <laughs> and yet um, I, I needed to know if there was any justice, if there was a God, and so I didn't really know what to believe about the afterlife, um, but I thought, you know, Vern was such a magical person. If there was an afterlife, I knew he would find a way to show me. I began immediately just absorbed in research about the afterlife. I read hundreds of books. The book that I enjoyed the most was a book called Widowed Too Soon. I could relate to it. This woman uh, also lost her husband um, too soon in a car accident, and she said what helped her the most was this medium reading by this woman medium called Vicki Gay. So, you know, I, I was skeptical. I've seen some TV mediums and I was not impressed. I was not impressed with someone saying, is, um, is there a Michael over here? Uh, someone belonged to a Michael. Yeah, well, in my mind, I'm thinking, um, Michael, uh, that's the most popular name of my generation. Of course, someone has a friend or a son or a brother or, you know, <laughs> named Michael. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I was very skeptical, but I called anyway, just because she had told a, a story that made me take that leap of faith. So I called this medium, and I said, you know, how does this stuff work? I'm sessing her out. I'm trying to find out if she's a mentalist or, you know, what she is. <laughs> right? And I said, how does this stuff work? And Do I have to come to you? And she said, no, no. In fact, I prefer not to see you. I prefer not to know anything about you. She said, in fact, if a medium starts asking you questions, you need to be suspect of that, she said, because questions cloud the mind. She said, the spiritual work is really quieting the mind and putting my brain aside, which if I look at you, I'm going to suppose some things about you. So I prefer not to. And I go into a spiritual room, and it's adorned with symbology from all over the world, a tribute to all religions, she has, I believe. God, all gods are one God. And she said, um, I myself am a quarter Apache. All of a sudden, this gave me chills when she said this to me because Vern is a quarter Apache. Wow. And um, I said, yeah, exactly. I know you described this pretty thoroughly like you are right now, but just for the service of time. So she did the reading. Yes, she did. And what was the one thing that came to you immediately that she said besides being a quarter Apache? Within five minutes, she said, I see white flowers from a wedding, and I hear, I'm so sorry, we didn't make it to the altar. Wow. And she knew nothing about you? Yes, she knew nothing. So, okay, so fast forward. Did you keep uh, having readings, or did you do your own thing? I had a couple more, but then I, I ended up losing my job. And at the time, that felt like another tragedy on top of a tragedy, but it actually was everything I needed. Mm-hmm. Um, because it made you move and on and do it yourself, right? Right, right, right. It gave, it cleared my mind and my, to focus on what I needed to learn. And so I now see that as a gift. And literally the week after I got laid off, I got an email from another medium. I had joined a paranormal research group in Fresno where I was living at the time in hopes of starting a psychic circle. And I actually received an email from someone else on that group who was a psychic medium who asked me if I wanted to start a psychic circle, <laughs> which is was the intent of me joining the paranormal investigation group in the first place. Well, this lady also in the 
email lets me know that she had a dream of a man with black hair, tan skin, uh, etched jawlines. She goes, when he smiled, he had crow's feet. And again, I'm getting that familiar uh, chills up and down my spine. <laughs> and um, basically, Vern asked her to reach out and find me, and she did. And so then we started the Lightworkers Foundation. And after a few psychic circles and seeing how magical it was for everyone that participated, our first meeting was only about five people. And everyone that came, came because of a loss. Some were losses in divorce, just tragedies in general. Others were direct losses of people they loved dearly. So the group just through learning how to hear spirits, it was very sharing and healing. And um, I, wa- I want to stop you for a second because Heidi's listening. I know Heidi always has some thoughts and ideas that are great. And Heidi, what's your thought on this? And what do you want to know more from Darcy? My mom and I, we interviewed so many people that are interested in psychics. And we also had someone on that said, someone just going to a psychic once is healing. And it was a psychic, by the way. Uh, What about these groups are so powerful? Because it sounds like you said everybody really got a lot out of being together in a group setting. The rawness. uh, What I've learned is there is divine order to this world. And I used to think I had control of things. So I I think we were all brought together for a purpose. And we found each other for a purpose, and I, I, I believe that it was, it was everything we needed to hear. Part of the magic of the psychic circle was we had five strangers. We didn't know each other, so there wasn't any backstory to associate. So when I read for somebody, I knew nothing about them, and it actually uh, turned out to be something really significant for them. It was truly amazing, and that happened for every person in the group. They were able to say something to get a a nugget of information that helped another individual. You know, that's kind of interesting because I've taken some Jungian classes, actually, in college before, and one of the things that you can do in dream work, which I will say I have to smile when you're talking about this because, actually, it can be tough, but it's also kind of fun. And the dream work we did in Jungian work was you would tell your dream to the person in the group, and then they would say, if that were my dream, this is what it would mean. But, you know, these kinds of things are kind of fun. Um, One of our guests that we had on our show uh, recently made the comment, prayer is when you talk to God, and meditation is when you listen. Mom, you're making a good point, and I also read somewhere that, you know, the more that you meditate, the more that you can get connected to feelings and thoughts and feelings about your loved ones, because like Darcy's saying, you, you clear your mind of all the chatter and everything else that's going on in it. And getting together with a group of people and clearing your mind with no backstory, I can see that, just coming together and saying, okay, you know, let's, let's be here in what we are sitting together in the moment, it can really be quite, a, quite an experience. The energy of the group is powerful. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. it was so powerful. And, I mean, mm-hmm. I was getting messages from Vern, but how can I separate my thought? I, I know I'm invested in what I want Vern to say. <laughs> or you know, right. I was going to ask you, Darcy, what message did you hear from Vern that was the most healing and comforting for you? That he'll, he's always here with me. He's proved that he... He knows exactly what I'm doing, um, that he's, he can send support and signs that it's not over. Love is eternal. They're here. They're, they're 
cheering us on. Uh, you know, um, we will be together again. Love that. Well, listen, I want to tell people your book is Finding Vern by Darcy Bellows Mascaro, and it's a true life quote ghost story. I thought that was interesting on the book it says, and after life, love continues, a true miraculous tale. It is a fun read and a in-depth read, and you have some comments in here, some thoughts about the different kind of religions, how they respond to death, and, and then you have, you know, some of your readings, actual readings, and uh, it's a very interesting book. Tell people how they can get it. Um, you can go to my website, www.findingburn.com. There's links there, and then, of course, you can go to Amazon or Barnes & Noble. And there's a lovely picture of Vern on the front. Very handsome guy, Vern, wherever you are. You are a good-looking man. Yes, yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And so, you know, thank you so much for being on the show today and, and talking about some important things, and I, I know that people are going to be touched by it and by your book. If anyone has questions, just reach out to me on the website. I'm happy to answer Okay. what I've learned, and I believe the journey's for everyone to take. And they can also find you on Lightworkers, right? That website? Yes, absolutely. Yep. Yep. All right. And if you're in the California area, of course, it doesn't sound like you need to be in the area. You can talk to Darcy on the phone and uh, reach out to her if you want to know more. So thanks again for being on the show. Thanks, Darcy. Thank you. Well, Heidi, very, very interesting show. And, you know, I know that when someone asks us, you know, should I go to a medium or, you know, whatever, you know, we always know they're looking for what Darcy said, knowing that they're here with us, that they send their support and signs of love, and love is eternal. Well, that's that's what I love that she said, Mom. It's it's not over. Love is eternal. Yeah. That is such a powerful message for all of us out there that have had a loss. Absolutely. Well, thanks for listening to our show today. And Heidi and I always want to say to you that if you've lost hope, please lean on ours till you find your own. And God bless. <laughs>